0: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Officials around here insist that this crime wave is driven by COVID. So when a huge group of criminals organizes themselves and they want to go loot a store, a CVS, a Nordstrom, a Home Depot, until the shelves are clean, you think that's because of the pandemic?
0: I think a root cause in a lot of communities is the pandemic, yes.
1: So crime now joins high gas prices and the supply chain on a list of things recently that officials around here have said are affected by COVID. So what is she suggesting?
2: It's not clear to me. I've I've heard the argument before, something to do with, Difficult economic times and uh, the economy and the supply So people are desperate and they uh, uh, join together in gangs and empty out Louis Vuitton stores.
0: Smash, smash, smash.
2: I mean, they don't really get specific. They leave it, yeah, they leave it kind of vague. Oh, boy. Uh, anyway, so a quick uh, smash and ga- grab roundup as it is now okay,
1: growing. Well, to, to take it even further, even if I bought that, which I don't. No, of course not. I think it's more tied into George Floyd. that happened during COVID. And then the whole defund the police thing happened during COVID. And the police are on their heels all across America. Um, And then the bail that we've been talking about, uh, bail abolition more or less, and all that sort of stuff. That's what it is. But even if it, even if it were true... What the hell difference does it make? You still have to be able to operate society. You still have to be able to have stores that sell things to people. And if all the Walgreens in your town close because they can't stay open, it doesn't what what, you can't just say. Well, it's because of COVID. Well, you got to come up with a solution. Well, what are you going to say?
2: It's because of our stupid blanking policies. Virtually every approach to crime the left advocates backfires and causes misery and hate and, and, and death and, and thievery. That's her alternative. So she says, yeah, it's the COVID. Yeah, that's it. So uh, Russia's about to invade Ukraine, and, and you haven't made a statement about it. Yeah, because of the COVID. There's a lot of inflation. Yeah, it was the COVID did that. Yeah, okay. Darn right, great. COVID. So uh, a couple of quick smash-and-grab updates. Uh, We'll be spanning the the globe to bring you, let's see, a series of break-ins that occurred in Burbank. Uh, Let's see, four businesses were hit along the street lined with retail shops. Uh, Glass doors, windows shattered, uh, no suspects. Uh, L.A. police announced the arrest of 14 suspects in connection with 11 robberies. About all were immediately released. Most bailed out or met the no-bail criteria.
1: Really? Et mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. LA... You catch them and they're immediately let go. What kind of a society is this? Utterly unrealistic academic
2: and government hack LA Mayor Eric Garcetti said that with the pandemic easing, it is time to make room again in jails for criminals. I absolutely agree with you there, by the way, Eric, for once in your life. We need the help of our criminal justice system, of our judges, of our jailers. We've opened up a lot of the city because we're in a better place with COVID. We should also be able to open up our jails and should be able to have judges that put these people behind bars. When you see Eric Garcetti saying that, folks, I think the world is starting to wake up. But, but... The curing it, I mean, it's going to be. It's not going to be like one of those diseases you got a shot of penicillin and all of a sudden doesn't hurt when you pee anymore. Probably a poor choice of Gee, examples. Wow. So anyway, yeah. what the I hell? I just it popped into my mind.
1: Just and on your mind, is it? Anyway,
2: <laughs> it's not going to be one of those easy cures. It's going to be, and and now I'm serious. It's it's going to be a, a lot like chemotherapy or radiation or something dealing with a cancer, a serious disease where it, the the curing it is not going to be a treat. It's gonna. This is gonna persist for a long time. Gang of masked goons smashed up and robbed the San Jose jewelry store Thursday afternoon. Latest smash and grab to hit businesses in California. Four suspects entered the uh, this, uh, the, the mall jewelry store, used hammers to bash display cases, fled with the jewels. Then they go into various other examples around the country. Uh, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of time because we're going to talk to the fabulous uh, Steve Hilton uh, in about half an hour or so. Uh, about this among other things but the uh the chief of police in LA said the reason all these suspects are back out on the street is the zero bail policy all the suspects taken into custody are out of custody and uh, to rob again you know if you take away the costs of being in the business of crime more people are going to get into crime more people are going
1: to do crimes of course it's just oh, well,
2: it's true.
0: It's I,
1: I would not. Uh, you could you could tell me that every store in town I live in is gonna stop putting locks on the doors and have no security, and I'm still not gonna steal anything. Would have no effect on me. But it is disturbing to find out how many people are willing to live lives of crime if they're allowed to. It's way more than you would like to think. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, they're the hardcore predators, and and frequently. Uh, certain folks don't like to concede that a percentage of the population are hardcore predators. They will always be predators. The only way to get them out of our hair and to keep them from hurting and killing people and stealing their stuff is to put them in a cage. Uh, exactly. Then there are the lawless who are willing to cross the line. If, say, there's a big crowd uh, looting during a a, a a riot or something like that. hmm or if they see everybody doing it and getting away with it, they figure, why the hell not? They have no respect for the law. They don't buy into the social compact. And or they've had a, a, a sense of grievous—I'm sorry grievance stoked over and over again. Been told uh, the country owes you. Uh, loot it back. Loot it back, they hear from college professors. So it's no shock how we got here.
1: So we are not obsessed with whoever's president at the time around here the magical president as kevin williamson calls it we've decided the president's magic he can fix everything and do everything and we've spent all our time talking about him we don't do that around here but i'm kind of interested there's a lot of noise online today about how bad biden sounds today physically and uh, i haven't heard the audio yet we'll play that when we come back and just uh, talk about that a little bit among other things on the way
0: armstrong and getty The Armstrong
1: and Getty Show. In just a few moments, we'll play the radio game show, Is the President Dying? We'll play you a tape of the president from uh, earlier today, and you determine whether or not you think he's dying. All right, fair enough. We're all dying, Jack. Slowly, from time. Sure, we're all dying. Uh, I got another one of these snowstorm stories that's uh, getting people's attention for some reason. In Denmark, they had such a snowstorm that customers and staff were forced to spend the night in an Ikea. They had to yeah. stay there all night long. They said it was awesome. They got to sleep on all the beds and mattresses they'd always wanted to try. They had plenty of food. They watched TV and ate. They had a really good time. We had that store earlier story earlier in the week about people that got stuck in a pub. Now, one of the funny angles of it was they were trapped with an Oasis cover band. I don't think the cover band was compelled to play the entire time or to only play <laughs> Oasis songs. But but uh, I read an article somewhere by somebody who thinks too much probably uh, about why did the whole getting stuck with a bunch of people in a pub thing sound so fantastic to so many of us and having to do with is or, 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 we're all living our lives Tied to our phone in the constant stimulation of all this different stuff. And then we heard about those people being trapped in a pub in a snowstorm and thinking, oh, my God, that sounds fantastic. How interesting. Oh, my God, that sounds awesome. I'm just picturing it right now. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. Hanging out with people and talking to them. Without all the distractions of modern life. Yeah. And hearing don't look back in anger over and over again. (laughs)
0: <laughs> for instance,
1: <laughs> okay, so uh Joe Biden speaking today, got a lot of reporters' attention because he sounded a little rough let 's hear it
0: and i 've got to give you know President Trump early on went out and tried to got them to do the research to try to get the right vaccines, but logistically, logistically, getting the vaccine from a container that gets delivered to you to a hospital to a state to you. And getting in someone's arms, that's a very, very difficult thing.
1: Okay, different, we'll talk about the, the subject matter in a second. But um, I think I like uh, Hanson, our executive producer, said he thinks he sounds better. I agree. I like the sound. I think we frighten off China and Russia with that sound. He sounds 20 years younger to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, He's got a cold. You know, Paul, those of us who are in the prime of life, we get a cold, we sound completely different. So, okay. Whatever. On that, though. Well, that I'm, or when you're hungover,
2: or so I'm told.
1: I'm so tired of this whole argument. I'm so tired of this whole argument of who handled the, 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 the COVID better. Oh. And clearly Trump mishandled it, but we're on top of it. Yeah, they, they developed the vaccine when Trump was president, but the actual logistics are going Haven't we learned pretty quickly and pretty well all over the world? It's pretty easy to get enough vaccine out in first world countries. Way more than there are people that want it. Mm-hmm. The problem became almost instantly that you had a whole bunch of people that weren't willing to take it, not that there was a shortage. So quit using that. It doesn't make any freaking difference. I'm not blaming Biden for the deaths this year. I'm not blaming Trump for the deaths last year. No. It would seem pretty clear that no matter what you do, the COVID does its thing. Well, and plus, the the, the uh, vaccine didn't
2: even exist until, what, like December and Trump's last days? So it's just a dumb argument. And it's unnecessary, as you point out. Yeah. Yeah. Is there somebody whose vote is being swayed by that? I don't know. Uh, Biden was so much more effective than Trump in getting know. the vaccine out, so I think I'll vote Democrat. I don't I don't know those people.
1: Speaking of the vaccine, the German health minister announced uh, today that more than 1% of the country is infected with COVID currently. Wow. One out of 100 people have COVID currently in Germany? That's something. Is it the new Omicron? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but he said they really need to get more vaccination going, that that's the answer. They have uh, they want to get to 75% of the total, total population completely vaccinated. They currently have 69% of Germans fully vaccinated, which is well ahead of the United States, and they still have 1% of their population with COVID. Yeah, yeah. Plus,
2: you can still get it if you're vaccinated. You're just highly, highly unlikely to get seriously ill. Right, right, right. So, I don't know. I just, I'm so sick of the whole, uh, look at them, they're doing it right. Look at them, they're doing it wrong. Because next week, they're going to reverse their position on the great COVID totem pole, and you're not going to report on it, are you? I you lying liars. I
1: sure didn't think, though, there are three or four countries right now that are having their worst COVID that they've had the entire time. I would have never guessed, not only in March of 2020, even March of this year, this year, that right. come December you'd have multiple countries having the worst COVID they've ever had. Would have never guessed. Yeah, Looney Tunes. When will this bastard be over? I just want it to
2: freaking be over. Oh, amen. I'm just hoping the Omicron, and yes, I'm calling it that ironically, um, I, I just hope it's mild, like they're thinking it might be out of South Africa, and everybody gets it, everybody gets some degree of immunity, and everybody can shut the hell up. Although, as we've pointed out, there are states, there are cities, there are counties that are saying, you know, these, uh, these restrictions, we've kind of uh, come to enjoy them, and we like the power, and we want to make them permanent, so look for that. You know, the president's clip, I understand we were supposed to be talking about his voice and how he sounded, but his uh, level of care- coherence was, as usual, uh, not good. Not good. I'm told there is a clip of Nancy Pelosi, which I think we have, Michael. Did, did you see that up on the, uh, the screen or whatever? Yeah, I got it. i um, This was yesterday. She took to the podium for her weekly news conference, and according to the writer of this article, and I've scrolled down, I don't want to scroll up, but somebody or other, she launched into a stream of incoherence that would have rivaled Biden on his worst day. Um, According to a C-SPAN archive of the news conference, Pelosi was asked about a bill backed by Marco Rubio and Chris Murphy, uh, Republican and Democrat, that punishes China for its manifold human rights abuses. Um. What she seems to be saying is blank. But I'll let you listen to it. But seriously, that's just a guess because I'm not sure. <laughs> let's okay. let's hear it.
0: It's the McGovern bill. It's a stronger bill uh, than the uh, the. It is. It's a bill that we could have freestanding or a bill that is in the Eagle Act that is part of the um, the. Um, uh, Mr. The, the Foreign Affairs Committee, Mr. Kendrick Meeks. No, <laughs> Gregory Meek, Bill Kendrick, we're, we're all uh, wow. we're all very sad about losing Carrie this, this this week. So uh, I referenced her son, but the chairman, uh, Meek's bill, in the um, in, in the house. So we will have that. But you see, in a, de- a defense and a bill whether it's in the week, whatever that thing's called that they have in the Senate Whoa. or in a DOD bill. The Senate does not have the right to have a revenue or an appropriations matter. Yeah, well, that, that I know. Holy what, cow.
1: I know what that is because I have them occasionally. She just had like nine in a 60 second period where you got the whole I'm getting older. The name flipped, flitted out of my head, but she just had them one after another. God, that was extraordinary of the name of procedures, the names of people, the names of departments, the names of bills. And she just couldn't remember them all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We that... we
2: got to elect fewer 80 year olds. You know, I'm not going to say she's incoherent, but that was not coherent. That was something. Yeah. Wow. And that's the average age of the Democratic Party leadership in the did, uh,
1: Congress is like 82, right? Did anybody around there, though? I was hearing a lot of camera clicks and stuff. Sounds like there was a lot of press there. Did anybody raise their hand and say, Hey, did anybody follow any of that? Can we start over? Because I have no idea. No, those clicks were actually the uh, the spoons
2: clacking against the bowls of jello they're serving down there at the senior home. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> spoons clacking against the bowls of jello. I like this. What she seemed to be trying to say was that a bill in the House from Representative Jim McGovern, a Massachusetts Democrat, was better. But seriously, that's a guess. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, Stop electing 80-year-olds. Wow. Wow. I'm looking at the transcript of it, and it's, uh, well, you can guess what it is. <laughs> wow
1: there but for the grace of god or but no not even that that's not the right term that there's us all of us probably at some point so
2: well We're i'm sweet. not i'm not criticizing her for being
1: senile i'm we, criticizing
2: yeah. the country for having her in that position
1: yeah we don't need to be the third most powerful person in america at that age. Right. I mean it's not like she's breastfeeding
2: cats on airplanes, but I mean that's still To, to speak of an earlier story, if if in case you missed it, If that
1: seems like it came out of nowhere. <laughs> that
2: strikes you as an odd
1: comparison.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, a woman on a Delta Airlines flight was uh, ordered repeatedly to stop breastfeeding her
1: cat, she refused. Yes, Joe just didn't pull that out of thin air yeah. comparing Nancy Pelosi's speaking style To a woman breastfeeding a cat on a plane—that was a story earlier in the show. Not a joke. Today's headlines, as they say, (laughs) not a joke. Uh, Steve Steve Hilton, yes, coming up.
2: Yeah, yeah. the host of the the Next Revolution on Fox. He's got a great podcast. He's a uh, fun
1: conversationalist. He's coming up in a moment. Got a British accent, so you know he's he's right about everything. Sure. The way British accent—it's the way the accent works.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As I said that earlier in the week. Because of my actions, the actions of my administration has taken in partnership with me, with private business and labor, retailers and grocery stores, freight movers and railroads, these shelves are going to be the shelves of our stores are going to be well stocked.
1: So we've degenerated into a show that just makes fun of old people. But oh, um, wait, wait
2: now. Hey, come on now. Uh, the coherence of our public officials is uh, its a worthy topic.
1: It is. We got to hear that first part again, Michael. I said Ever. What was that?
2: <laughs> I said what, what was that word or words? I said that. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> One more time, Michael. I said there.
1: I don't
2: know. seriously, take a guess.
0: I said
1: there. Let it go a little longer. Can you play the longer clip and let yeah. it go a little longer? Let's see if I can pull it out of context there.
0: I said that earlier in the week. Okay. Because of uh, my actions. It's something as I s- as I said earlier in the week.
1: Something like that, yeah. As I, I said I said earlier.
0: Azader, <laughs> earlier in the week. How about that? Because of my actions. I don't
1: know. I a to guess.
0: As a letter
1: sorry, I got my tongue caught in a piece of machinery earlier today and <laughs> had it chopped off, so as <laughs> a I'm gonna begin
2: every segment of the rest of the show with as a letter, <laughs> <laughs> as a letter.
1: <laughs> oh, oh boy, oh golly gee, if you got Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi in their worst moments talking to each other, you could have quite the uh quite the little dealio. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we need to hear that Nancy clip again. What the hell are either one of you talking about? Wow. Uh,
2: a little bonus mailbag. Did you know you can email us? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Talked yesterday about how Vox was being mocked for an article that said we shouldn't use the term invasive species anymore because it uh, it sounds nativist. <laughs> like we're anti-immigrant. I'm telling you, you can't make this crap up, folks. Um, Got this uh, email from Stuart that I thought was funny. If nativist bias is illustrated by using the term invasive species, how is it also not revealed by calling uh, the West colonizers or Europeans colonizers? My preferred term is people forced along by kings who suck. Because the writer of the Vox article said we need to refer to in, not invasive species, but species forced by climate change to adapt.
1: Ah, I gotcha. That, that is really interesting.
2: Yeah. People forced by religious intolerance to move somewhere else. That wasn't all of the European you know, exploration, but that was some of it.
1: So I mentioned this yesterday as uh, artificial intelligence continues to grow and take over more segments. Hey, how are we looking at our, our guest? Is it likely we're going to have him or? In one minute, it'll be ready. Mm, I don't know if I have time to do this. We'll get to it later this hour. Uh, AI continues to have the ability to replace jobs. And of course, the big fear is that it's going to replace practically every job. And there's going to be no need for human beings to work. And then what exactly are we going to do and how are we going to support ourselves? But uh, one of the other, the latest jobs that AI is taking is DJs, radio DJs. And uh, a little later this hour, we'll play you a clip of the AI technology. Creating the words and voice and taking away jobs for radio DJs, telling you about your favorite new country song or whatever. So well, we'll ninety eight percent
2: of those are gone anyway. Those jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick word from our sponsors at Car Shield before we get to Steve Hilton, who's on his way, as I understand it. It's America's number one auto protection company. And uh, you know, instead of you having to deal with the expense and the paperwork and just the headache of a big car repair, Car Shield's administrators handle all that for you.
1: Yeah, so it can save you thousands of dollars, and it's just darn handy, darn handy, as Joe was talking about, as they handle the paperwork and everything like that. You can choose a mechanic that does the work, but CarShield does all the rest, and they've even got coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental coverage, trip reimbursement, all at no additional charge. And if your car's got 5,000 miles on it or 150,000 miles, they've got a coverage plan that fits you know the worth of your vehicle, and it's a month-to-month thing, which is very handy. CarShield's helped over
2: 1 million drivers. That's America's number one auto protection company. See if it's for you. Go to carshield.com slash armstrong to save 10%. That's carshield.com slash armstrong. A deductible may apply. carshield.com slash armstrong. Steve Hilton is the host of the podcast California Rebel Base. You know him from Fox News. The next revolution with Steve Hilton, and he joins us now. Steve,
3: how are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you very much. I'm slightly concerned about our president, I have to say. I just watched him on TV. not, Not sure if you caught that. Not reassuring. Uh, Michael,
2: play that word again from for Steve. Maybe he can understand it. I said,
1: yeah, that's where he started the sentence. We don't know what that is. We don't know what that is. We're trying mm. to figure it out. One more time, Michael. Oh my God. A yeah, I don't know what that is.
2: Wow. Uh, so <laughs> one of the hot topics, as you might guess, Steve, as a show based out of the West Coast uh, lately has been the, uh, the smash and grab robberies, all those right. spread across the entire country. Uh, you know, give us give us the short Steve Hilton version of how did we get to the point where marauding mobs feel entitled
3: or free to rob at will? Yeah, it's such a great question about how do we get how do we get here? Because a lot of people are focusing rightly on the fact that we have these appalling far left DAs in places like L.A. and San Francisco. We have George Gascon in L.A. and Jason Boudin in San Francisco in the, near the Bay Area where I live. That's all true, okay. And they've been bringing in. They've they've clearly sent a message that if you're a criminal, we're on your side, and we're going to protect you from society rather than the other way around, which is what their job should be. But it's not. You can't just blame them. You can't just blame George Soros as we rightly should for funding them, etc. Because this has been going a lot going on for many many years. You can go right back to the realignment that was like ten years ago, I believe. Now, where this big idea where you sort of get prisoners out of uh, state jails and put them in local county jails and the supervision of local sheriffs. And that really messed up the whole criminal justice system, led to things like the shooting of a police officer in 2017. There's all sorts of things that have been going on for years because of the Democrats' basic ideology, which is to be soft on crime. And that sounds like one of those political cliches that people say soft on crime, but it's just true. You look at Prop 47, um, that was years ago. So this is the inevitable culmination of an approach to crime which sides with the rights of the criminals rather than with the vast majority of law-abiding people.
1: Do you think we're headed toward a, um, uh, I don't know if it's a tipping point or we always see it as a pendulum, have we swung to the far end of this and maybe we're starting to swing back, or we get to look forward to even going further down the road of lawlessness?
3: I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, you've got um, some encouraging signs, right? Chaser Boudin in San Francisco um, is being recalled, right? That's got on the ballot that they got enough signatures in San Francisco to, to, to have him face a recall next spring, I think it is. We'll see if that actually goes through. But that's a sort of, you know, straw in the wind or whatever the phrase is. That's kind of encouraging. George Gascon, they're trying to recall him in L.A. They're They're collecting signatures right now. But honestly, I'm not sure. I think that because it's not just these people, it's the whole system. The legislature keeps passing these bills that, that make it harder and harder to punish criminals properly. And I think that actually it's gonna, in the end, the power that the far left activists now have over the elected politicians, and, and you can include in that group their massive donors, not just the George Soroses and the tech billionaires and so on, um, but also the unions, the government unions. As a group, they're far left, right? And so the politicians, they are, you know, it's, it's going to have to be really an organized um, political movement against them because in the end they're not responsive to the people they're responsive to the donors Mm. and so what we have to do is get all of them out of office and that's going to take a really really long time because we're so far behind and we got to organize and get involved in elections at every level and you know there's there's a lot of work to do so i don't know i'm i'm not optimistic that this is that we've reached the low point
2: it seems ghoulish to say, but it seems pretty clear to me that the uh, the COVID has been a wonderful excuse for the left to institute a lot of their uh, fanciful yeah. policies in terms of uh, law enforcement, and incarceration. I mean, how can you put these poor darlings in jail where they'll be, uh, you know, doomed yeah, exactly. to catching the bat fever, even though you know ninety nine point nine percent of us survive anyway.
3: Well, exactly, and, and and then and then I mean, there's a whole set of incoherent nonsense that around that that you can talk about. There was just a study, literally done of. Of, of people in jail that demonstrated what we knew from the beginning because the vaccine makers told us you know that there's no difference really between the infectiousness of someone who's vaccinated and unvaccinated they did that in a prison but you're right i mean they used it as an excuse to let people out of jail gavin Newsom did that and so it's and, and actually, now they're using it as an excuse for the crime. Did you see Jen Psaki was doing that? I think it was that yesterday. Yeah, right. Where yeah. she she said very clearly, oh, yes, I blame the crime on, on the pandemic. I mean, it's just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, what it just strikes me that it's been the same conversation forever on right, right versus the left of, the people on the left, whether they're actual communists or just kind of regular American political left, don't believe in human nature, and people on the right do. I guess the the, yes. the left just does not believe human nature is... uh is, they, they believe it's changeable, that we're going to de- get be, yeah. become the perfect man over time, and we're going to lose our desire to steal or
3: take... I don't know what's going on there. It seems so crazy. It's a really deep and good point, and it comes back to this... Uh, this This kind of truth about the difference sort of the fundamental difference between the political ideologies, which is if you're, if you 're on the left if you know properly committed to that, you see everything in terms of the group identity and, and the class system or whatever it is so you, you, you look at sort of you know women 's rights, not individual women and they 're affected by your policies not in, so you look, you look at sort of race racial justice, but then actual individual people of color who are completely Um, let down, for example, by the public school system. You don't care about that because you're just advancing racial justice. And so it's this group thing. They don't care about individual people, whereas on the other side, conservatives always have this kind of more practical, pragmatic, bottom-up view of the world, which is that, you know, we should just, you know, wherever possible, trust in individual people and families and communities to do the right thing, not centralize power, not try and um, create a utopia and, and perfect the world from above because we're such brilliant kind of master planners, and just trust in people. And that is really coming, that difference is absolutely, as you say, it's becoming very, very evident right now because they've gone so far to the left.
2: Whether you are a Cal Unicornian or you just want to see the inevitable results of uh, blue policies enacted, uh, Steve's podcast, California Rebel Base, is well worth a listen. Not uh, not only that, but his Fox News show, Next Revolution, with Steve Hilton. Steve, it's always uh, enjoyable. Thanks so much for the time.
1: Let's talk again soon.
3: Great pleasure. See you soon.
1: So I've got a soft spot for DJs, radio DJs, as I started as a DJ. Did that for a long time. Really enjoyed it. Had a good time doing it, playing up the songs. Here's Madonna! Um, You know, that sort of thing. But uh, So is artificial intelligence going to take jobs from DJs? We've got an example of how good that can be, or not, coming up next.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The human voice is generated when the lungs, the vocal folds within the larynx, and the articulators work in harmony. The lungs provide the pump. They send airflow as well as control air pressure to the vocal folds. The vocal folds then vibrate, creating audible pulses that form the laryngeal sound source.
1: All right then. So that wasn't, uh, what's the proper way to say this, it's an actual human voice. But the human that that voice belonged to didn't say that those sentences right there. Putting words in his mouth. (laughs) Uh, So the stupid hook of this is AI is going to replace DJs. That's the stupid hook. Um, To this story, it's the 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 real interesting thing is that um, so the computer gets a bunch of my voice, and then and at that point you can type into the computer and have my voice saying anything and sounding like that there. So that was a little halting and a little weird. I mean, it wasn't obviously perfectly normal, natural. Although Mm -hmm. if if you weren't paying attention, you might not notice much. Um, And the technology on this stuff improves so freaking fast. In five years, clearly, they'll have that dialed in. You won't be able to tell the difference. And obviously, the big concern is you could have a tape of Joe Biden or or the the movie star or uh, CEO or ex-husband or whatever. Talk show host. Talk show. Well, that's for losing jobs. But deep fakes where you could create all kinds of narratives or stories. About things people didn't actually say. Well, no, I'm saying talk show hosts
2: in that somebody could, you know, edit oh, into one of our right. shows. And I was saying, and that's why I believe that the, the president should be, you know, whatever. I don't even want to finish the sentence. Um, can, now that we know that it is, can we hear it again? Just uh, at least part of it? The human voice is generated when the lungs, the vocal folds within the larynx, and the articulators work in harmony. The lungs provide you know, the pump. And the pauses... Yeah. It sounds
1: perfectly natural. Right, and they'll have that dialed in in no time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, now that I know what it is, it's a little disturbing. Gosh darn it. And then you talk about the ability to scam people. So you could, uh, you get enough. Well, have you have you had any of these? Um, I've got a couple of these where they're now the, um, what do they call it, the security thing? Instead of having a, you know, what street did you grow up on? What's your mother's maiden name? They've got your voice at the bank. Oh. Or, or wherever. Have you had these? I've had you know a couple what? I, of these.
2: I, they asked me to sign up for one of those things, and I tried it, and it went sideways somehow, uh, and I never did finish the process.
1: There was some financial thing the other day where they wanted me to talk for 30 seconds, and now they have my voice, and they authenticate me by my voice. Well, so then anybody could call in, and just, if they got a tape of my voice, use that. I guess. Or, uh, you know, get a phone call from my mom. Hey, really need this. It's very important. You know, call me back. (laughs) That's not my mom.
2: Well, right, right. Yeah, I, that w- which reminds me of a couple of scams that are going around. But you know, we've made jokes about you know they they have to saw off your finger or, or pluck out your eye for your fingerprint or <laughs> we're, your we're retina about, scan.
1: Always joking about plucking your eye out and cutting oh, off sure, your finger.
2: Sure, it's good stuff. Anyway, but the, <laughs> This would be effortless. Are you kidding? I mean, all you'd have to do is is you know you somehow record somebody saying virtually anything. Probably, probably. I wonder how much speech they need to get a, 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 an addition of that, a fake job, as good as we just heard. You know, I don't actually know that. I don't Do they need 15 seconds of you babbling? Or does it take a week or what? I don't know. I'll but bet. I mean, oh, my God, that would be an incredibly effective and nefarious scam.
1: I'll bet AI picking up on the timber, tone, everything of your voice, I'll bet it doesn't take much or won't take much in the future. And as I always say, this cuts two directions. Not only could you fake up your political opponent or the police chief or, like I said, your ex-husband in a trial or whatever, not only could you fake up something you know, I've got this phone message or here he is at a dinner the other night listen to what he said not only could you fake that up and cause lots of
2: problems (laughs) nice job, Michael
1: but, in the future when it's real, a person will be able to claim it was fake Sure. So they get a tape of you at a fundraiser meeting saying, I'm not only like white supremacy, I consider myself the core of white supremacy. I mean, you know, your fundraiser, you can say, that wasn't me. I never said that. It's another attempt by my opponents to bring my de- me down with this AI technology.
2: Well, in these days, this is good enough. At the very least, your uh, supporters would believe you. Yeah.
1: So I don't okay. know how we're going to, we already, the, maybe the biggest problem we got going is nobody knows what to believe. You can, you, it's impossible to figure out what the truth is about anything. We've just begun on that front. When we start having fake videos and fake audio that you can't tell the difference, how the hell are you going to have any idea what's real or not? You more concerned about
2: that or China's hypersonic weapons? Tough to pick one.
1: I would go with the former. I think, really? I think that will do us in before before China does. Long-term China.
2: Well, and, and speaking of China, and it's just occurred to me, uh, they, they're working as hard as they can on the very things we're discussing. For the purposes we're discussing. To discredit our leaders. To tear apart our democracy. Vlad Putin's probably got to, you know, half the Red Army engaged in that sort of thing.
1: We might only be one presidential election away from... To use the last presidential election as an example. Where you've got... Tapes of Joe Biden talking or Trump talking circulating around among the crowd that would buy this stuff, you know, on Facebook or Twitter or wherever online. They've denied it. It's been half proven that it's fake. Doesn't matter. You know, we're all siloed in our own information. I've heard the tape of Joe Biden saying he's secretly a communist.
2: Right. And then we'll be in the deep snarker. The deep
1: You know, the deep.
0: Pull that bat and cut care.
2: For
1: instance. uh, We might just be one presidential election away from that.
2: Oh, God. Oh, goody.
1: Won't that be fun? Oh, man.
2: And Putin's going to be laughing.
1: By the way, he's clearly going to invade Ukraine. We don't have time to talk about it, but trust me. If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab it at armstrongandgetty.com. Or did I even really say that?
0: Armstrong and Getty.